this was rad. It's totally rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> and we are back with This Was Rad Podcast again this week. Again, we are compl- going through Animation April, uh, continuing our, our new run here. Uh, and so far, we've gotten one episode off, so we're already ahead of March. And, and yeah, we're, we're 50% to the way <laughs> of last won. month's themed episode count. So, yes. it, it, wow. We get this one in the bag. We have we have matched last month's themed episode count for yes. two. So, uh, we'll be uh, fine. I am Paul. We'll start that I off. am Greg. Hi, I'm Willow. All right. And, Willow, you keep asking who won. I assume you mean the bracket system. I think we can both agree it's Silent Rage. Silent Rage by yeah. a landslide. No, Silent Rage won. I don't agree with that. Uh, okay. That's what makes this You would go great. with Delta Force? Yes. What? Really? Very wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you saw the picture, right? Uh, I had posted oh, yeah, a couple I did. weeks ago. No joke. We're just watching Hot Fuzz with some friends, and and uh, Nick Frost picks it up in the in the shop, and it's Silent Rage, and he goes, "Karate, one man against science." He's like, "Effing awesome!" <laughs> so good. It's <laughs> like I can't believe it's in this movie. So, uh, apparently I lied during that podcast. I had heard of this movie at one point. There you go. Uh, but that was that movie. This movie is Akira. 1988's a Japanimation classic Akira. Uh, uh, Akira is actually how they say it, right? It's 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 like... Japanese a- say a- stuff a- weird. Well, you can say L- the, you the L and the R in, in Japan, they don't have... Th- those sounds are kind of like combined... Okay. So it's kind of like if you say like L and R kind of together, it's like an Akira. Okay. Type of thing, but that's getting really picky. We can say Akira. You know why? Can we also say Because Canada? we're dumb Americans that's and we don't know right. how to pronounce anything. That's right. Fine. We're just, uh, just a couple of... So let's of... say up front, sorry to everyone in Japan <laughs> when we mention anyone's name. It's going to be very, very uh, bad. I got to tell you right now, just to avoid that, I gave everyone a nickname. Good. I didn't I, even I, dare name I couldn't them. even bother. Because um, what is it? One of the guys' name is Canada? <laughs> Canada, close enough. Right? No, it's Canada. It, but see, they say it like Canada. No, they say you Canada. Canada, Canada. You know, yeah. it kinda, it's kind of like that, um, uh, who's that puppet guy? Uh, Robbie from Victorious? No, no, no. Who's the puppet guy with uh, Ahmed and, and I can't think of his I'm, name. I, 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 I'm, sadly, I can't name Anyway, he's got a character, puppet, Peanut, and he goes, I'm from Canada. And that's oh, all. Every time they said his Canada? name, that's all I could hear. Canada. <laughs> you mean Canada? No. Canada. <laughs> that was Canada. <laughs> Canada. Whatever it was. This is Akira. Uh, sure is. <laughs> Greg, would you like me to start off on what I remember? Yeah, let's, let's why not. Okay. Uh, I think I watched this movie maybe when I was 15. I had a, f- a few friends that were so into animation that they uh, uh anime that they ended up learning japanese okay um, so i think i watched it with them once and i kind of vaguely remember the beginning of this movie uh how about you i <laughs> saw this movie when it was on the sci-fi channel in the early 90s i want to say so uh, you weren't even previous in the when you watched to it. this I had seen very little anime, and and I'd say you anime. were in the same boat, Paul, because if you watched anything from Japan uh, in the eighties, it was probably Voltron was would would have been on. Yep. Uh, 
Robotech was another one that we had. Uh, I remember um, Robotech. Voltron was probably Robo- the big one. Robotech was kind of like the big one. And um, wasn't there? I mean, wasn't we, Thundercats we've been technically bringing Japanese cartoons over since like the fifties? Yeah, but, like our age, it's like Voltron and like Robotech were like really the only two. And, and you know what? And, and just real quickly, like even with Voltron, I, I get that that is Japanese and it's anime. Even to this day, I still don't even consider it because that was such a huge part of my childhood. I kind of consider that like American television. Well, um, and, and I'm sure that that was so heavily edited that it probably bears no resemblance to what it was in Japan anyway. Not it, it much. It was probably very localized. I've actually watched a lot of it. Um, not much, not too just, much Just change. violence? They just cut a lot of violence out? No, no. Uh, Voltron yeah. was not very super... Um, Wasn't super... Speed Racer was the other one I remember as a kid. Oh and yeah, that yeah. was like heavily, heavily edited. Uh, Robotech because it was a very was, violent. Robotech show. was and as well. That was very yeah. yeah that was Robo Robotech to get like super nerdy. We Robotech was actually three different series that they combined into one series for us. Yes, which which gets weird. But anyway, that does that, neither here nor there. So this though, this was the first one that I saw where I was like, oh, this is clearly made for adults. <laughs> This sure. is not made for kids. Um, and it kind of sparked uh, uh, an interest that lasted, I would say, most of the 90s into the early 2000s with Japanese animation uh, for me. Okay. Um, so so I know this movie very well. Okay. Uh, this is a very important cinema film. If you are into cinema history, if you're into animation, if you're, if you're a fan of kind of animation and stuff like that, this is a pretty important film. So I, I know this movie front to back, but the big things that always stand out to me are when Tetsuo gets all like weird and becomes like that giant like baby thing. Like, oh, forehead movie. That's super cool. The opening scene is super awesome. That bike chase. Yes. Yes. At the very beginning is like a, like a masterclass in, um, in, in, in animation and just like, uh, just good character development and kind of like tone setting and stuff. So those are, those are the two ones that stand out in my mind. The mo- like the very beginning and the very, very end of the movie. Okay. Uh, Willow. Now, I we, you knew it was anime. You you already look angry and disgruntled. I didn't even know it was anime. I was like, "What are we watching?" I'm I I'm going to interrupt Willow real it? fast. Do you know which version you watched? Because there's two American versions. The dub. There was the original one from the '80s that was dubbed, and then they redid it in like the 2000s. Now, here's how you'll know, Paul. Probably Did Janata sound like Leonardo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you what. No, I, you'd, you'd know because they got the same guy and he literally sounds identical to Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles television show. Okay, so I'll be honest. It's been quite a while since I've listened to the Turtles. but um, okay, okay, fair enough. I'll say this. Um, the, the main guy there. Kaneda. Forehead? Yeah, yeah. I end up calling him Dr. Mario because he's got the giant pill in his jacket. Um, so he sounded, I kept saying he sounded like Emilio Estevez. Okay. Then it sounds like you've got the newer one, I think. Well, either way, which is is good. Either way, at the end of the film, they didn't put who the American voices were. Yeah. They just have the Japanese. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I was bummed because I was like, ah, maybe that's like a, a, you know, uh, Emilio Estevez as a kid. I don't know. Um, Look it up on IMDb. Okay. But anyway, so Willow, what did, what did you think? this movie was going to be. I don't know why. I thought it would be like Spirited Away because I didn't have any other anime to compare it to once I heard it was anime. 
Ooh boy, that's a that's a pretty high bar, Willow. <laughs> and then I thought we were watching Tron, and then I got really confused. Although I'll say this, Spirited Away, while definitely not anywhere near the same genre, I mean, the, at least the style and and kind of like the name sounded like Spirited. Kind of the way yes, it, and it and looks it, is it kind of sounded like Totoro. Sounded now like the Anthony. reason the reason that you bring that up, that, uh, the reason that, that is really cool that you brought that up is that um, the the company that did Totoro and Spirited Away is is Ghibli, and yeah. they have. They're like the Walt Disney of Japan. Like their movies are very, very high level, yeah, yeah. of of animation and stuff. And this movie was at the time the most expensive animated film Japan ever made. And unlike a lot of other things, this was actually like they had to make this the old way with cells, where you know, like where they they put the cells yeah, together yeah, and they yeah. click it and then they do it again. But they did this on seventy millimeter film, not thirty five millimeter film. Ooh, so okay. the cells were twice as big, which is why it looks incredible. I actually bought the Blu-ray. Like, it's a brand new transfer. Yeah, yeah. It looks amazing in 1080p because they shot it on 70 millimeter film. It looks insane. I, I was going to save it for the end, but yes, I agree. Um, I thought the animation was very well done, very drawn, um, very well drawn. Yeah. So I guess that kind of makes sense. The the kind of the other thing that I that I want to mention real quick yeah. is is eighties Japanese animation has like kind of a special look to it because they animated them you know frame by frame yeah and and it has this real like rich look to it that you don't really get now because even American animation and stuff it's not done that way anymore it's all computers and stuff yeah but, yeah yeah um, you know this is actually this contains the amount of drawings they had to do it was like two or three times more than a normal movie. That's like how fluid, like the the thing looks. That's why it looks so good, because there's like a ton a ton of work went into this movie. Yeah, I mean, just watching the movie with like the explosions and and debris and all that stuff. I mean, you can just tell there's a lot of care put into showing like where the pieces go and how they move and how things break apart. And um, it, like I said, I mean, yeah. animation style wise, it, it's very well done. I, I'll give it that. But anyway, that that's for the end of the movie. Um, let's get into this. You're gonna kill him, Tetsuo. You want that? I want him more than dead. I'll split his friggin' head open. Just knock it off now. This whole thing happened just because you took my bike for a spin. Enough already. Shut up! Don't order me around! We were just worried. Why do you always have to try to save me? I could handle it on my own. Yeah, I admit that I've gotten beaten before, but I won't always be on the receiving end. You hear that? Do you understand? To start with, it is July... 16th 1988 and we see an explosion um we have to assume is a nuclear explosion yeah it, i mean it, it is a gigantic you know sphere shaped you know light coming out of something that's certainly yes. what it looks like and so you think it's a nuclear blast and then uh it shoots forward 30 years after world war three to 2019 i believe so World War Three is going to break out any day, Paul. It's going to happen. We got it's got no, to wrap by twenty nineteen. So no, it, it already happened. What? Right? Thirty? No, no, years. no, 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 no. I don't. I, I don't think eighty eight meant that that was World War Three. They're just saying it was after World War Three. Wait a second. The incident happened after World War Three. I I don't know. That's what I thought it was. Because two thousand nineteen wouldn't be thirty years after. But then why say thirty years after when it, oh, okay. it doesn't matter? It's pointless. No, 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 matter. no, no. I I like breaking down calendars. In, okay, in yeah, my I'm, I'm sure our podcast audience <laughs> loves it too. <clears throat> They're riveted right now. 
guys, guys, do the math. <laughs> I got my slide rule and my abacus. Well, uh, to start off, I, no matter what the date is, I'm glad sandals are still a hot fashion trend among punks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Street games. Yeah. Uh, one thing, one thing that I'll say is any movie that's supposed to be way in the future and it's only a couple years from now, I'm always just like, we can still get there. We can do a lot, a lot, lot could happen in a couple of years. It's, it's still a thing. Who knows? We, New Japan, it's right around the corner. It's, it's gonna happen, guys. Like, okay, if they, if they have some kind of gigantic cultural renaissance this year. And then, uh, and they work really hard. Uh, all right, yeah, we'll get there. It'll, it'll right. happen. Oh man! Oh yeah, eighties movies when they used to shoot thirty years in the future. You now you look back and you're like, "What were you thinking? What, what yeah, made guys, you feel oof. we would get to that point?" <laughs> I don't know, but yes, yes, and and you know what? You know what? Punks still love to do is flip through jukeboxes with the Doors, Cream, and Led Zeppelin. <laughs> that that's still real popular. Hey, at least they were like discs. So they kind of look like CDs, at least. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was pretty revolutionary. Now, did you did you think that 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 bar was just like an ironic '90s throwback bar? <laughs> like they're like, oh, CDs, remember these? <laughs> like, like like laughing at people? Oh, uh, oh, so it's really it's not a biker gang bar; it's a hipster bar. Yeah, yeah, it's made yeah. to they're look not, like and, and, a, a biker gang bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, ooh, that's good. I like that. No, uh, but it's <laughs> a good no, idea. Okay, fair enough. Fair that's point. A good idea. Uh, no, instead, uh, some biker gang. Uh, so, do they have a, a name for their gang? They they do, and they never say it in the film. And you are gonna go, oh my god, that makes so much sense. They're called the Capsules. Ah, okay, I get it? Because they do talk about those. He's, quite he's a bit. got the big pill on his back. Yeah, the Mario pill. That's- they're they're the capsules. Yes. And, and yeah, and because they're rival, the first thing is like, oh, the clowns are like down on the highway or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. know, and like, oh, that clearly that gang is called the clowns. <laughs> right. That's right? very obvious. And by the way, they <laughs> really go with the theme. Because, yeah. you know, we complain about this all the time. I I still want the scene where there was a meeting with that group <laughs> and they laid out what was okay fashionably and what was not. No. Because I want to know. They were like, I'm the only guy that gets to wear face paint. Just me. Just the big tough guy. I get face paint. No one else gets any face paint. No, but, but okay, so let's say that's, okay, you get face paint. Fantastic. Why can't we be yep. the skulls? Then we could all have skull masks. No, look, we took a vote. I don't know if this was, was an ironic hipster vote, but it was clowns and we're stick. Well, look, the democratic process has to prevail. No, but, but, no, skulls, skulls are scary. Clowns, clowns are okay, but clowns are very scary, man. No, you ask anyone they they what they're afraid knives. of, clowns will be like in the top three. I guarantee you skulls will be way down on that list. <laughs> I guess. Meanwhile, I always picture, anytime there's something like that, I always picture one guy in the corner who's just like, <laughs> they went for it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was, it was, it was an ironic suggestion yeah. that got way too much traction. 100%. So the clowns, yeah. So they go onto the highway uh, to just, I guess, beat up clowns and just beat them up on the roads. Now, yeah, they. I, all you really know is there's some kind of beef between the two of these groups. Yes. Never and, explained, but wow, do they not like each other. And, and now this is going to start something that I saw throughout this entire movie was this, is that there's a lot of themes in this movie and oh, it, yeah, oh yeah there is and at points it gets very confusing as to why or how 
they're all supposed to be moving together. And this is the yes. first one where it's like, we're, we're a biker gang. We're going to go beat up another biker gang. Okay, that makes sense. But at the but on their way there, there's there's this protest and this riot going on. And then the other thing, too, is, uh, and I know it's supposed to be, you know, super, like, you know, futuristic and important, is you have Neo-Japan, which is the city in the middle of, of Japan, I assume built on the ashes of whatever that first explosion was, um, because then you have all these bridges and they go out to the old city, which is supposed to be obviously, you know, original Tokyo or whatever. But where they're fighting, it's they're in what? Neo-Japan, right? Neo Neo Tokyo. Neo Tokyo constantly yes. talk about, yeah. Um everything kind of looks pretty good. Um there's restaurants, there seems like there's police involved, the sky rises, lights are on, streets are clean. Why are biker gangs there? Well, because there's a lot of civil unrest, and the youth don't have anything to do. And this is sort of a, it's one of the themes of many that that, that they talk about, where there's, there's, they talk about how uh, on the newscast at the very beginning of the film, they talk about that, like, uh, there's a ton of more, uh, there's just been a bunch of tax reform has happened, and now a ton of people don't have jobs. And that's where all those people are, like, protesting and complaining about everything. Okay. Because they're unemployed, they don't have anything to do. And a, a lot a of this, I think, is about is about just youth, just kind of youth going wild and not not having anything to do, and you know, certainly not going to school unless they're forced to. So this movie was written by old men. Um. Well, one one thing I don't I actually think it was written by one young man. Actually, uh, it was the guy who did the comic, and he directed this. The guy who wrote the comic directed. Y- yes, I know it's based on a, on on a graphic novel. Now, that is one of the reasons why this is so complicated is because you have a 2000 plus page, you know, graphic novel and they said let's make a 2-hour movie. He hadn't even finished the comic when this came out. Oh, really? The comic went on for another 2 years and then ended. Oh, wow. Did it end the same way? So the way? comic the comic is quite obviously different. Oh, but, okay. Um yeah, that's that's why I think they they crammed a lot in, um, and I think kind of admirably. But yeah, it seems a little disjointed at times. Uh, it, to me, it just like I, I'm okay with trying to follow the themes in, uh, of the movie, but it just seemed like there was just a bit too much in there. Um, but anyway, they, they catch up with the clowns and start beating them up. Willow, what did you biker gangs beating up biker gangs? One's in a really cool red bike. One's a clown. What where you, where's your head at at this point? So, like, I just, like, by the middle end, I kind of just felt like the entire movie's fight, chase, fight, chase, oh, hey, something happened, fight, chase, fight, chase, and then someone gets powers, and then after that, it's just like, this guy's growing powers, he's above the rest, ah, I gotta stop him, and then he blows up and becomes a giant thing, blob. Do you think we just finished the podcast? <laughs> Honestly, I wish. Because that's my entire summary. Like, I didn't really, like, find... Like, I couldn't handle all these things. Like, you're good at, like, keeping up with movies. I'm not. So this entire thing just went by in a bore. That's, well, that's, that's fair. That's all I that's saw. fair, Willow. Did you, um... Did you notice, like, the... Because I know you're you're into art, you know, to, to a degree. Did you notice any of the sort of, like, creative usage of sort of light... One thing that's that's unique about unique about this movie is most of it takes place at night, which animated films don't do. It's very hard to animate light specifically. Yeah. And light plays a super important role in this movie and the way that it's constantly shown and what it does and how it interacts with the characters. And I was curious if you 
picked up on that at all. No. No? I wasn't really looking. <laughs> I don't no, really just, watch anime, just... so I didn't notice that it's different. Yeah, kind of like how, like 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 you said, Paul, Tokyo looks pretty good. It's bright. It's just neon lights everywhere. Yeah. You know? And even with all of that going on, you still have civil unrest and, like, biker gangs beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, you know what? At least the clown gang had helmets. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> Safety first, Willow. <laughs> if, if there's so, yes, anything me, to be learned me. from this, it's that helmet saves lives. Because they even you say have... later on they don't kill anybody, they just injure them, which I'm like, oh, helmets. So you've got the, the clowns and the capsules are fighting. Uh, you have the big sort of game of chicken between... Got that. Uh, Canada and the Joker biker guy. Canada! You know, they're like yeah. riding each other. And I thought Canada Of course, the bad guy, like, while. at the last minute swerves out of the way. They don't just smash into each other. Right. Like, Well, as we learned from, uh, from Footloose, you know, we need a hero, but only a hero that gets his shoe caught. <laughs> only, the, the hero is immediately the one who didn't back down in the game of chicken. It's always <laughs> right. the hero. Right. It's always the hero. Um, now, at the same time, we we kind of buzz over, and there's a guy who seems to be pulling some sort of zombie-like child behind him. Um, the cops see him, because the cops that. are in there trying to stop the civil unrest. They see this guy who, I, I, I don't know, he could have just kept going on his way and getting out of the, the street. Would have been okay. Instead, he just decides, you know, it's a good, you know it's a good plan right now? They've spotted me. I should just pull a gun, because that'll definitely help the situation. That is literally the, 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 the resistance. It's like they all go to resistance training school and they're like, if you ever get into a problem, immediately pull a gun and shoot at a police. Because <laughs> they do it all every the time. time. Every time the cops show up, yeah, it's never it's put just their one. hands up and discuss. It's always, no, I know how no, this works. It's, it's immediately pull a gun, which will give you, and shoot at a police. You're right. Just immediately. Do it. Clearly, this is like a universal, like, holy grail taught thing because. He got shot, like, 30 times. I was like, was it really necessary? Was the ammo really wasted? No, no, no. Yes. That's the best part, is after he gets shot and he's on the ground, he tells the kid to run. The cops approach. Guess what? That training, it's 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 imprinted. It's it's like a stamp. And he just goes, okay, I'm almost dead. You run. I've still got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I still must shoot at an authority <laughs> he figure. Just, he just pulls it up and they just unload the whole clip all six guys unload clips into him and i'm like oh yeah no it's it's like that scene from robocop <laughs> it's just like they just don't stop shooting right. it's ridiculous right guys how many clips you got keep going just keep going yeah okay hold on hold on we're all gonna reload and then we're gonna just start right back up we're just gonna he still, gonna got, he still has a face <laughs> take care of that yeah yeah i don't want this so, buddy to be identified after um, this th so <laughs> So the kid runs away, and then this is where... So, okay, so the characters as I've named them, just so you know, okay? Oh, okay, yes, this is important. Okay, so right. Canada. Uh, uh, Canada is Dr. Mario, because he had the pill. Dr. Mario. I like okay. Canada, um, though. I, at some point, I shortened it to Mario, but... Okay. Uh, forehead. Oh, the, uh, Tetsuo. Okay, yeah, Tetsuo's giant forehead. forehead. I like that. Uh, Mount Fuji, because he's got the thing on his stomach there with the Fuji. Okay, okay. okay. What? Um, Who's that? Uh, uh, buzz cut. He was the colonel, because he's the colonel. The colonel. Uh, the yeah, good colonel. doctor in his little cube there. Yep. Um, yep. Rat-faced politician. Yeah, that's a good name for him. And then I, there was one other... Oh, the kids. Um, <laughs> okay, so the kids. There's there's Lil' Zombie. That's good, the one he's changing. Good. There's I ended up calling her Sally, because she reminded me of Sally from 
the Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, yeah. For the little yeah, girl. The hair. I can see And that. then the the one in the chair, Willow and I immediately go, he looks like a little Gideon from <laughs> from uh, Gravity Falls. So we called him Lil Gideon. Oh, Lil Gideon. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so that's the three kids. So as we go on, you have your list, write it down, pay attention as we progress. I'm not going to do Greg will continue to use the real names as they've been presented. And I, I will, will sit I will here do confused. My best. Uh, I will attempt not to uh, be racist and use your nicknames. Good. All right. Great. So you have these you two are. stories that are going on at the same time. You have the, the clowns and the capsules are attacking and this zombie kid. And so finally, in the next scene, they're going to actually get into each other where, where Tetsuo has has chased the last couple clowns yes. down and, you know, hit them and beat them up or whatever. But then he almost hits that zombie kid who is like it has like ESP or whatever. And he, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like causes the bike, like throws up like a psychic wall kind of thing. And yep. the bike explodes. Then the well, army zombie. shows up. The capsules show up. Capsules all get arrested by the army. The army grabs Tetsuo I love how they and the zombie kid who they've been trying to recover. And they start testing Tetsuo to see if he has any psychic ability. Because that's what this army unit is actually all about, is finding and harnessing psychic ability in, like, kids. Yeah. Now, we don't have to... When, when they go and interview the... Um, and... Mario, no, the only thing that's important there is he does meet uh, the girl, who's Kai, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, K, K or, or Kai, whatever, K or like Kai, that. whatever. The girl, I just called her the girl, because she's literally the, the only yeah, one. literally, with the exception of Tetsuo's girlfriend, uh, she's the only one in this uh, She's, oh, um, her name is Victim. Victim, that's a very good name for yeah. her. Um, a victim of poor, circumstance. Poor Kaori, she, yeah. she deserved better. So the girl, he sees, um, Mario there sees the girl, and he immediately just tries to hit on her, because... Despite the fact that you're, um, you've been accused of beating up a bunch of people, um, your best friend is is not just in a hospital. He's missing. He's, he's in a hospital. Was, they don't. You, they you don't tell you about. Up saw abducted by the army with right. like three Smurfs hanging around. Like weird stuff is going on. But priorities, <laughs> hot chick over there. I can score some points by getting her out of here. You know what I? You know what I like to do, Greg. When uh, when my best friend is, if you were perhaps, let's say, okay, oh, we were, oh, ooh, a let's pretend scenario. I okay. love these. All right, let's so, do it. Okay. Let's pretend we were a biker gang. Okay, what's, what's the name the of the biker gang? The pink fluffy gang. The Radsters, of course. No, the pink fluffy okay, okay. gang. Okay, Radsters. I love it. Great. I'm not putting any more thought pink into that. Pink fluffy gang. <laughs> okay, we get it. You get you, you run into a zombie psychic kid. R- yep. Okay. You've been yep. injured. The army yep. takes you away. The first mm-hmm. thing I'm doing is I'm hitting on a pretty girl. Yeah, and no, you know what? And not just if any pretty girl. Were reversed, I know I'm beautiful. I would do the same. You should. And by the way, I I would feel like that's what you should be doing. And of course, yeah. I would hope that that would of course draw me into a psychic state where I'd be willing to murder all of civilization because of it. Cuz that's what I yeah. think happens. I think Forehead is just so angry that he never got to meet a girl. Mm. Oh no, he's got the other girl. Yeah, Cry. he's got. Uh, yeah. No, but he's he's. Yeah. I mean, uh, 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 Canada definitely uh, is the catalyst for Tetsuo's rage. Canada, he is. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. really is. He comes across as I'm your best friend. I've always helped you, but I don't think it's the right kind oh. of help. <laughs> They're best buddies because Canada is clearly a better like like a tougher guy you know oh what yeah I mean? I realized... it's kind of like that trick to look like it look like a winner surround yourself with losers scenario i, I was just about to say that yeah, right true. exactly i feel like that's the same way where 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if I have all these people that just can't reach my potential, they'll always see me as the leader. Maybe he should have gone psych ward. Anyway, I do do like the one scene in the interrogation where a guy breaks free and he has a grenade and he pulls the pin and he's getting ready to blow up. Yeah, yeah. And then nothing happens. And then, like, 14 minutes later when they're all out of the building, (laughs) you just see a gigantic explosion. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, a, that's a really great setup payoff because it takes so long to pay off. I thought that was good. Willow, what are you doing? The PB's caught in my thing because there's a wire. That's all. She's not really the brightest dog. Yeah, yeah. She's the scenario in that problem. She's yep. she's the one who brought this problem upon the podcast. The dog. Oh, Duh. I get it. PB, <laughs> PB is Takeda. <laughs> and Willow is Kanata. <laughs> There we go. I surround myself. Are you saying that PB PB is your Tetsuo in this scenario? <laughs> yes. <Willow>? Yes. <laughs> okay. I have right, banned good. her. She is kicked out of the gang now. <laughs> <laughs> well, she has psychic powers. At some point, she is going to bark well, that, her way yeah, to Yeah, look out. To damage. So anyway. She's already peed her way to the top. Hey, everybody. This is Greg from This Was Rad. Who I just talk about something. See, here at This Was Rad... The only podcast where two 30-year-olds force a 14-year-old to watch rad 80s movies. We joked a few episodes ago about buying Willow uh, some rose gold beats headphones to smash them in front of her. Now, what we actually want to do is buy her a pair and not smash them. Now, neither Paul nor myself have a spare $300 or even $150, so we're asking you, the people... To help make an annoyed 14-year-old girl's dream come true. Now, I agree. She should dream a little bit bigger. But I remind you that once you were 14 and all you wanted was a Neo Geo and you never got one. And now you think about that Neo Geo-sized hole in your heart. And you can't fill it. Doesn't matter how much booze, pills, post-Halloween discount candy, or questionable trips to Thailand you take. It's never getting filled. So, give what you can, and actually make an appreciative difference in the life of a girl who dreams so small. The GoFundMe page is gofundme.com slash willowbeats. You can also find the link on our Facebook and our Twitter. And uh, there are actually some rewards that involve uh, uh, very silly and ridiculous prizes. So, uh, please give what you can, and hopefully we will be buying Willow some rose gold headphones. Because I'm young and I'm dumb, I just do We find out that they still go to school. I found this very odd that they were in. Only is their vocational schools just like mine. Like, no, it's identical. Close. Identical. <laughs> you get called into the principal's office where the PE teacher just punches you in the face and screams. <laughs> yes, I have gym next Monday and I'm going to flip and I'm going to get beaten um, and harassed. I'm positive your school discipline. Does, your school does not look anything like there's not graffiti. There is not a TV um, on a couch yeah, in the is. middle of the, the courtyard. It yes, doesn't there happen. is. I'm telling you, it's identical. <laughs> it's identical. <laughs> you can walk through on every corner you make on the screen. You can make on our school. No, it's, no. It, it was Identical. a shot for shot remake <laughs> of the school. Apparently, yes. Uh, discipline. But, but to I, the wrong people, because team puzzle. But I will say this. I kind of felt like them being teenagers was... Uh, I didn't find it very interesting or useful. I get that they're supposed to be youth, and that it's the youth uprising, yeah. but we already know that all these people lost their jobs, and the youth are kind of, like, lost. I think that was an added thing. I'm sure it was very big in the comic, but in this movie, it, 
it's one or two scenes that really don't progress the story at all, and I kind of yeah, didn't like I, it. I, I, I also wonder if in the comic the school plays a bigger role, because I'm like, you could have had them all back at the bar. Uh, yeah, exactly. And Because and, all, all that happens in that scene is they see um, Tetsuo escapes the hospital. How does he escape? We're not important enough to show. It just happens. Yeah. But he, he steals uh, Kaneda's bike, right? Isn't that the next thing that happens? Yeah. In, yes. As, and, and they see that, that at yes, the yeah. school. They see it out the window. And I'm like, yes. you could have done that anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They definitely so. could have done that. You're right. That could have happened anywhere. He gets his girlfriend and they're about to ride away. Apparently luggage, um, any kind of shoes. None nope. of that is needed. Just nope. jump on the bike and drive west. Also, and I and I and I have to laugh because like the idea of doing that in Japan, which is such a small, tiny area, it's like, how far are you really going to go, buddy? <laughs> like, well, it's the future. Ain't that many places to live in Japan. I gotta break it to you. Most of that island is uninhabitable. No, 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 uh, Greg. Don't you know that in in 2019 there's a land bridge to China? Oh, Pangea. oh, the land bridge system finally happened. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, a part Pangea. of the ocean drain, exactly. and there's now a land bridge. There's lots of land bridges. Oh, yes. It's like Russia oh, to enough. Greenland. <laughs> now the egg exactly. is on my face. Russia to Greenland? Yeah. Uh, do you mean Alaska? No. Russia to Alaska to Greenland? No. That's, that's <laughs> a weird way to do it, but it works. Does I think that's just like a triangle. <laughs> it's, a, it's a triangle, right. Greenland. It just goes straight to Greenland. Sure, okay. Mm-hmm. It does. You know it. You you want to go check that globe, but you know you're wrong. You want to prove yourself wrong. No, I, I'm all set. There's a land right, bridge from Greenland so, to Russia. Yep. Uh, yeah, they're they're getting ready to head off, but then wouldn't you know it, they get ambushed by the clowns, and the clowns are not happy getting uh, beat up whoa. by everybody. And I gotta tell you, uh, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, I don't know what her name is, but I bet it's gonna be rape victim. Cowrie is two seconds away. <laughs> um, luckily, yeah, they they easily overtake Cowrie and uh, Tetsuo, because Tetsuo has no idea how to drive uh, Kaneda's bike. No, well, he's like got to keep it about 5,000 RPMs at all time, which, of course, makes no sense on a bike like that. <laughs> no! It's also run by a computer! Okay, sure! <laughs> I mean, kudos to 1988 thinking computers were going to be in vehicles, because you were dead on. Right, but uh, right. that's a little much. Oh, do you think it was Siri? Or did you think he had That would OnStar? be amazing. I think it was Google. No, I think it was OnStar. And, Google. And, 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 and if Forehead had just gone, boop, boop, this is OnStar, how may I help you? Yeah, my, my bike won't turn on, and I was just wondering, is, is, there, is there anything you can help me out with? My, I, I'm just trying to, trying to leave town. I've, I've hit my head. I've kidnapped my girlfriend and my friend, best friend's bike. Can, can you help me with this? Ooh, sounds like you need to rethink your life choices. And I, I will, I promise. But can you help me out right now with getting the bike Well, as long on? as you promise, yes. You you have to keep the bike revving at 5,000 RPMs, even while shifting gears. <laughs> which seems like a real bad thing to do, but on this bike, it's fine. Okay. 5,000. 5,000. Okay. Five large, so, if you will. Okay. 4,999? Awesome. No, oh no, it'll shut right off. Awesome. Um, also... Uh, can you send uh, d- directions to a Burger King to my nav system? Oh, sure. Ew, Burger sure, King's gross. That. That's easy. So oh, anyway, Burger Valley Burger coming King. up. So the clowns show up, and they, uh, of course, assault uh, the girl, which I, I I don't know what I expected. I knew this movie was adult. I mean, they've already killed people pretty violently in this movie. But they just kind of rip her shirt and then punch her in the face. And I'm Yeah, that like, seems like a weird combo, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm like... I guess if whatever that's, you're into, buddy. <laughs> I guess if that's if that's your fetish, I guess 
I don't know. Yeah, maybe 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 the whole the whole thing was was really like, oh no no, what we're gonna do is just like humiliate her by ripping her shirt off and then punching her a bunch of times. I don't. Uh, maybe I honestly don't know. I but don't they're know, not but in the army. I love to think that, that maybe they're not a, in the army. <laughs> That's right. right. I like to hope there wasn't a meeting on it, but this the whole yeah, meeting. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's standard clown protocol. I don't know. So anyway, the uh, the capsule gang shows up and they beat the clowns up and and rescue Tetsuo, who's very angry that they rescued him. <laughs> they're like, like Tetsuo, you clearly didn't exactly uh, have the upper hand here. I think maybe you just say thanks for the handout and you know he does be on your get way. So angry, he's like, I stole your bike. I kidnapped my. The girl, I, I broke out of a hospital. I don't need you saving me all the time. No, no, I think you do. I think, I think you need a lot of help. True. I think he just yeah. needs help in general. So Tetsuo starts getting these like these crazy visions, and his, his head starts to hurt a lot. He has like yeah, his, sees like the ground underneath him fall away. He sees like his guts all fall out. All these like weird stuff. And uh, this Send is when uh, like boom, the army. They're they so was the army just like. Uh, yes. Let's see. He escaped. Let's see how this plays out. Well, there's and no war like, going on. Oh, 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 really, really south. Cards? You know, so so no, that but, means but someone's watching but, this, but not enough to interact when when the girl gets her shirt ripped and punched yes. in the face. They're like, "Oh, this is what." Hold on, hold on, guys, guys. As we all know, we are observers. We <laughs> do not interact. Observe and report. That's it. Observe. And report. It's always like those shows. All of a sudden, wait, guys! All of a sudden, Tetsuo gets a headache and it scrambled the jets. There's that one guy that's like, "Okay, wait, we have to report. Can the report have photos?" And well, no. Someone's like, "Guys, that's illegal!" And then they're like, "Oh." No, I kind of feel like it's that show, Naked and Afraid, where it's like, like Kari's on the ground. Guys, I can't go on. I can't make the thirty days. I, I gotta Tap get it out. out. I gotta get out. Tap it out. <laughs> Can't take it. I. You said that there. You said that we would be escaping. No one said punching to the face. Poor Cowrie. She. She. She deserves better. I say. Yeah. It. So anyway, they. Anyway, they grab. They grab, they grab him. Uh, they grab him. Uh, we see the uh, the girl is. Uh, they see Sally. I think the the colonel goes to see her. Is that correct? Uh. Yeah. Tetsuo wakes up in the in the hospital, and oh, that's way. Um, from, that's way after. No, 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 because then the next thing that happens is the, the, the colonel goes to that girl, sure. uh, Kyo- yeah, yeah. Kyoko, and she basically says, like, oh, yeah, I see, like, there's going to be an explosion at the new Olympic Stadium that's being built, and there's going to be, a, like, untold number of people dying. Yeah, now, now she mentions the, the name or word Akira at this point. Akira, yeah. Okay, this is a- and this is where you kind of get something as big as happening. The colonel's very worried. They're building... The Olympic Stadium over the location that they've built the ultimate bunker. You just think, as the planning board is having that, somebody goes, Hey guys, why don't we build it on the other side? Well, you know, uh, know. we can just roll in some defense spending and save a little bit of money. Oh, uh, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, He goes there. It's in an underground bunker. I I do think the scene is very good in how it kind of plays out and he gets there. But man, do they take a long time to let you know that everything is okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, the payoff is, and everything is as it should be. <laughs> it's like forty <laughs> like, minutes. It. It's forty minutes of seeing dials and dialogue and blah blah. And he walks up there, and he's and, okay. The door's closed. Everything's great. Yep. A <laughs> okay. Great. Um, I, I I will say, in a bizarre turn of events, um, 
Bizarre. Tokyo is hosting the actual 2020 Olympics. I know. So that's that's kind of funny. They planned it. Yep. They, it was a, it was a long plan and it paid off. Tokyo. Uh, I think it is, isn't it? Like uh isn't it three no, events ahead? I believe when you get notified, it's it's a long time in advance. Yeah. I think it's three events. Between oh, summer and Olympics. Well, that, that doesn't backdate it to 88, but that's still pretty good. It's Yeah, it's a long one. Uh, so we find... So, yeah, um, uh, Kaneda meets back up with Kay. Yeah, he finds out about um, the resistance at this point. Again, yeah, he, not he a super important the scene. They but... think he's a spy. He tells them, hey, you guys are trying to break into this hospital. My buddy Tetsuo is in that hospital. I, he's the guy you're trying to go break in to see. So they kind of join forces. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the hospital, though, um, oh, no, first of all, it's very quick, very pointless, but to me was hilarious, is we see the room where all the old people are talking about... Oh, the, the like, the uh, the political, like, roundtable The scene government funding is and, so good. That is such a funny scene. Yeah, it's funny as in, why are we watching old men talk about government funding in the middle of this neo-post-apocalyptic... Really gets sci-fi me movie. Up. Yeah, I'm just oh man, you know what? I was falling asleep. <laughs> but if that guy hadn't said welfare, I definitely would have gone out. Yeah. No, it's 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 yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird um, I'm sure it's supposed to like I'm sure what the the point of the scene is to solidify that there is political there's uprising, there's uh, there's this government problem, but who's causing it? Is it is it one group? Is it another group? Is the government not functioning together? Is it everybody just... It's, it's I, a good I, scene, the, but it kind of is way, goofy. The way I took it was that the the colonel is talking about how 30 years ago there was this explosion that killed, like, everybody. And the government's kind of given the army kind of carte blanche to make sure it doesn't happen again. And now this political sort of, like, you know, council is now saying, well, look, everything is fine. The government needs to, uh, the, the army needs to, like, be reined in now. We don't need you spending all this money, doing all these weird missions. Everything's fine now. And the colonel is like, no, you don't understand. Everything's fine because the army has been hyper vigilant to make sure this doesn't happen again. That and it's does that, sound that familiar. Sort of, yeah, yeah. It's it, 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 I mean, it really, it's like an age-old argument. Like, no, 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 is everything fine because we spent so much on defense? Or is everything fine regardless that we spend so Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? <laughs> oh, boy, are we. So, anyway, um, so we go we back. See, uh, we see uh, uh, Takeda Tetsuo in Tetsuo. the hospital again. And the Resistance are trying to sneak in as cable installers or something. Well, but he's also, this is when he starts having nightmares. Or, or what he thinks are nightmares with the with the teddy bears and all that. And we find yeah. out it's the three other children um, that are like, they want to kill him. And I guess it's because he's more powerful than they are or he's, un, or, or he's unregulated, I guess. He can't control his power and they're scared of him. It's from that never vision. clearly stated what uh, the, the, the closest you get, I think, is eventually Kyoko says like he his power is is not is is going to like end up killing him because like like it's growing so fast he won't be able to regulate it and it'll actually like destroy him yeah well i that's the only like actual concrete thing they wind up saying i I always uh, watching the whole movie i take it now as akira for whatever reason whatever happened to him 
they're seeing the kids because she has the vision and they're, you know, right. They're seeing the same thing happen with him. You're not sure if it was the same exact reason, but that's what the, I, that's what I got out of it. So they're trying to stem, you know, you know, snake head, that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 I get that. Um, now Willow, you had a fantastic observation right at this point. Um, I wrote it down because it was one of the funniest lines that you've said during watching this. What, what, something about the grunting. Yeah. I was just looking for that. Apparently, I didn't even write it down. I was like, I don't care enough to. But I I actually walked away a couple times because people just kept pointlessly grunting and playing obnoxiously <laughs> stupid music that sounds like a bunch of kindergartners got together and said, what happens when a bad guy shows up? And then one of them's like, well, there's the da 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 And then like a bunch of like, 30 <laughs> of them got together like, da 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 And like they wrote their own theme and everything. And that's what was played throughout this entire movie. It was a bunch of 12-year-old kindergartners. No, just a bunch of kindergartners, about 12 of them, got together. <laughs> exactly 12. And this is what they made. Yeah, yeah, she got, Actually, maybe they made this entire movie. She got very upset. At one point, just we're, we're sitting there, and she just goes, that's it. If I hear one more unnecessary grunt, I'm just going to lose it. And she did. Wow. Huge, huge slam on uh, uh, Genio Yamashirigumi or whoever did. It was, a, it was one you group see that now, did all the music. You see now, this. Greg, why I stuck to the nicknames? You could have just said composer, but no. Or kindergarten. No, 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 it's not. It's not it wasn't a composer. It's, it's a collective, composer. and they're specifically, they do a lot with their voice. Like That's why a lot of the music in this is literal people like just grunting and screaming. Like that's oh, it's their, obvious. Like, music. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, we kind of see this shift back and forth between Mario and the Resistance are trying to get into the hospital, and uh, Forehead and the children are kind of com- having a confrontation. Uh, forehead, I mean, he literally just starts murdering everybody. He obliterates. Oh people. yeah, with like real authority. Like he yeah. just like can like make people just like explode. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. incredibly powerful as a as a psychic like weird psychic powers. Right. Um. And as they're going, I forget who it is. I forget who says it, but at some point, somebody goes, "Oh yeah, it was the colonel." He goes, "How how could this have happened?" And I was just like. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you pumped him full of drugs, right? That made him psychic. I'm, I, yeah. I'm no, I sir am no scientist, but I okay, have okay, fair. I have what they call a thesis on the subject, okay. and it starts with you're a maniac who pumped drugs into a kid. It's like, yes, of course he went insane and he started murdering people. These kids, there's three of them. They're very young, and you've got them on the shortest leash possible. There's no way this kid could not have gone I don't know. I think they gave the kids a pretty good leash making the music. No, not those (laughs) kids. The three kids in the movie. Oh, God, hello. (laughs) That's a different set of kids. So, yeah. So you have have these these three storylines are finally starting to smack into each other. Yeah, finally. Tetsuo, you have the Colonel, and you have the Resistance with now the, with with, uh, Kaneda in there. I found a funny part. And they're all, they've all bumped (laughs) into each other now. Yeah. I found an amusing part. So then, like, this guy goes up to the general and's like, yo, I fired! And then the girl's like, ha ha, and shoots him in the head, because he literally shot the messenger. <laughs> okay, that's actually 100% <laughs> true, yeah. Yeah, somebody funny. shows up to tell the colonel that he is no longer in charge, um, and the colonel is having none of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, you can just 
just you can just hear the colonel in his head going like, "Girl, I don't have time for this no, crap. <laughs> I don't time for this." He does, yeah. And I, I gotta say, even though it's animation, it comes across on his face. He's like, "Sir, you have been removed." Blah blah blah. blah. And they cut to him, and he's just like, "Oh, son of a bitch!" <laughs> I, yeah. And he does, and he just goes, "Shoot him! <laughs> just shoot him!" <laughs> just so, so. And I gotta say. That guy, loyal, who gets that order, shoots him. He loyal, he doesn't ask loyal. questions. And boom! What they say, loyal to a fault, as it were. That colonel, if that colonel said, "I want you to eat this chicken leg and then choke on the drumstick," before he gets to stick, that guy that has grabbed it and yeah. shoved it in his gullet. And and all I can say is, not since Falsa Doom have we seen someone with such tight control over their followers. Right? Yes, Willow. Uh, just shoot the messenger. Dead is dead. So, um, and I wish uh, I was uh, too. Uh, Tetsuo has been hearing about Akira, and he has found out that he's under the Olympic Stadium, uh, the the Olympic Stadium that is being built. So yeah. he teleports and starts heading over there. People start seeing him because I never got this. He, like, he can, like, fly. He figures out, like, he can, like, use his abilities to, yeah, like, yeah. make himself levitate and stuff. He teleports, like, most of the way there. <laughs> like, you didn't just, I don't know, maybe, like, okay, maybe that took a lot out of you. Maybe you sit down for ten minutes, <laughs> and then you do it again. No, he's, like, walking around the streets, and I'm like, you just, I figure out I can teleport. I'm never walking again. Right? It's never happening. Now, I think, Bye. and if I were to guess, I think the reason why is because when he teleports, he's like, oh, God, I need a breath. I'm going to go grab, I'm going to go grab this, this old cloth and I'm just going to make myself a blanket and I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to take him, fine. What are they, what are they shouting over there? Oh, they revere me as a God. I'm insane. Time to bite this one. And I'm, and I'm going to say, I totally get it. Once a crowd is behind you yes. and they're hailing you as a Christ-like figure, you run that race. <laughs> you don't you don't bail on that. Right, right. You see how far that goes. No but matter what. To get there, a couple of plot holes have happened. Yeah, opened yeah, up. I this, agree. There's a this... couple. Um now, as that's going on, um, and this is kind of uh, this is where you get a little bit more backstory. Again, this movie just kinda like it's like fishing. Like if you wait long enough, you'll get a bite. Of what's going on, but it takes. It oh, I takes hate a long fishing. Time. You just sit there. Yeah, yeah this this movie patient. does not spoon feed you a thing. It's tough, but yeah. and, and and I I will say this movie benefits from watching it at least twice. Once you already know what's happening and you watch the movie again, you it, it, it's a much more enjoyable experience because you can kind of see how things are foreshadowing and piecing things together. Okay. One one scene I will say when he gets revealed as as, as a, a Christ-like figure that I loved is when a guy jumps up and he goes, it's Lord Akira, he's come back. And <laughs> yeah. immediately another guy goes, no, that is a false prophet. That is not, and they just punch the guy and throw him to the ground. And the whole crowd is like, yeah, yeah, it's Akira, let's do this. It's great in that it's clearly they just want to show, oh, nope, there's a little resistance, but we've taken care of it. But we've, yep. but we've only got a two-hour movie, so we've only got... Eight seconds to show that. It's like the, it's like it's like that Simpsons joke. The mob has spoken. And the, <laughs> that's the way that's going. So, um, but anyway, so uh, the girl, everyone, everyone's now headed yes. to the Olympic Stadium. That's where they're all going. Right now, the the other part of this is that the girl is in a cell with Mario Canada, uh, yep. and she starts telling him about Akira and what yeah, happened. Yeah, we we. We get the big, uh, the big info dump here. Now, what's odd to me with this is, 
we've seen scenes where people revere Akira as a as a new a second coming of Christ at some point, right? But Kanada doesn't have any clue who he is at all, and it's kind of weird that the girl has to tell him all this. It's it's like I feel like this seems like some common knowledge. She is giving a little bit more backstory, but most of it seems very generic. And again, it's just like I think they could have pieced this way throughout it and then skipped the jail scene entirely because it doesn't really work. Um, I, yeah, I can't even remember I how mean, they get out, to be honest with you. Oh, the um, the um, the kids unlock the door and basically let them out. Oh, okay, okay. Because that's that's when when Kay is talking. She's not talking. It's Kyoko talking through her. Explaining right. Oh who yeah. Akira okay. Was. Okay. Because the kids know who Akira is because they actually like worked with Akira and like grew up with Akira. Yeah. Um. So they have like intimate knowledge, whereas everyone else, it, it, it it's like they kind of know what he is, but they don't really know who he is. I guess I'm, I'm with you. I'd love to know exactly what the common man knows about Akira. Right. You know, like like in that universe, if I go up and like. What's this Akira guy? Would the average person be like, ah, some like cult about energy or something? I don't have any. I don't know what it is. It almost comes across like he's not a person, like it's just a thought or a thing, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so the army is really trying to stop Tetsuo, and it is not working that well. He like blows up a tank. He like blows up a helicopter. He's blowing up everything. Right, and then. Uh, again, there's another scene where um, Canada uh, blows up Fuji's bike. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, anyway, I have no idea why he does what that. that scene is about. I don't understand it. It's so stupid. He he rides his bike into a wall. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, is he trying to commit suicide? But he clearly wasn't because like he he got off. I don't I don't understand. Right. it. I have no idea what's happening. Um, now the other thing now and, and the last of the political stuff that really happens now is rat face politician. Um, there's a uprising in his neighborhood or where he is or something they call it a oh, coup no, d'etat no 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 what, right? what 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 happened was he this this rat faced politician guy was on the council that fired the colonel yeah 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 this rat faced politician guy was also funneling all the information he had to the resistance he was playing both sides the colonel after he shot that dude that that came to tell him he was fired said declare martial law arrest every single person on that council and put him in jail so the army was coming to arrest the rat-faced politician. Okay, we were laughing so hard at Shoot the Messenger, we totally missed that. Yeah, so what Yeah, what, that's what why. Was, <laughs> what, basically, he knew that once he got arrested, like, he'd either be tried for war crimes or just murdered or rot in a cell for the rest of his life. So he's trying to get out of there as quick as he can. Right. All that happens, and then just kind of getting to the end here, um, Akira goes and he gets his bike. Now, cinematically... It's a very dramatic scene because yes. this is kind of supposed to be that hero moment. But kind of is not really a hero. He's kind of like a no, he's, he's kind of like not. a jackass who just kind of keeps going. I, I I kind of feel like he's his his thought is always Tetsuo. He's going to get a lot of press for this. I got to get there. I got to stop him. Famous. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm literally with him. He's like, uh, yeah, you want to be number one? Do you Tetsuo? <laughs> yeah. well, you better you come at the king. You better not miss because here I come. <laughs> You know, Doesn't it come across like that? Like, he's not doing <laughs> no, it out of any obligation right. other than... Because it's supposed to be his friend, his best friend from grade school, and, and we see some scenes later on we don't care about. Mm-hmm. But I, but that's not that character. You know he wouldn't do that. So it's got to be something it's, else. It's, it, it, it's very complex, and there's no... 
real easily marked turning point where he's like, because the whole time you're right, he's like, I've got to rescue Tetsuo, I've got to rescue Tetsuo, and then all of a sudden it's, I got to kill Tetsuo, <laughs> right? Right? I'm like, what, really? And I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you and I are joking. Maybe it's the crashing of the bike. Maybe that's a symbolizing my friendship with him is now dead, and I have to kill him for the greater good of the people. Maybe that's what that scene's supposed to oh. represent. Oh my goodness. Maybe it's like so. My friend Eduardo has a pig on a Harley, and it's like a prize position. Like he threatened to divorce his wife and kill me over it if we destroyed it. And maybe it's like that—that's his prized possession. Like once that bike's gone, all walls down and complete yeah. murder and destruction. Uh, that must be that, that. must be what it was, Paul. <laughs> we we, we cracked the case. We're gonna go with that. Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway. So anyway. Going anyway. back. Kaneda heads over there and is heading to the to the Olympic Stadium and grabs uh like a laser gun that the army's been using. Yes. So all the army guys have been yeah. killed. Uh, now, as he's on his way there, um Tetsuo's blown out a bridge, he's destroyed the stadium, he's lifted the cell out, um, and he's fighting the girl who's being controlled by one of the kids again. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um and I guess and, and so they're fighting, um, but then there's a giant explosion, and that's when uh, Mario Kanata uh, arrives, um, and he starts shooting him with a laser. He um, at that point. Now, at the same time, the army is also formulating a plan, and they keep mentioning a couple different things, but you don't know what's going on. However, I giggled like a girl when I saw this. You just see these lights appear on him, focus beam, and then he's just burned by a laser, and then they immediately shoot up to space, and, and you're like. Oh, Reagan was right. We should have lasers in space. <laughs> we should have had those lasers in space. We should have had yeah. lasers Laser. in space. Well, this is what we were doing wrong. This is what we needed to be prepared the for. A teenage time. boy that got superpowers. <laughs> we needed lasers now, um, in space. Uh, the, the, the only thing I think we, we skipped over is when he brings that vault up from underneath the stadium. Yeah. And he cracks it open. He cracks open the Akira vault. And all he sees are oh. the pieces of Akira. Oh, I, okay. I thought that was Akira. after the, the laser, but yes, yes, that is important. So, so what it turns out, Akira caused that explosion in '88. Yeah, and they took his body after that and tried to figure out how he was able to do that. They couldn't, so they dissected him and put all the pieces in jars and kept them in cold storage in the hope that in the future scientists would be able to figure out exactly what happened. And what went wrong. That's all Akira was. It was just a research project at that point. Yes. So, uh, since uh, then you have the, the soul uh, laser <laughs> from space. He blows yeah, that up. Shooting it. And then now, he starts... And I kind of he, uh, found... uh, he and Kaneda are going back and forth. And yeah, yeah. They're just running there. around and then fighting. Kaneda, I love how Kaneda finally shoots him, but the battery is so low, it just like burns through his shirt. It does nothing else. And you know what? So, a couple things. The movie... Has a very serious tone up from most of it until until Canada. He's like running away from all the the land, and he's running like a cartoon character, like whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> you could have put <laughs> that. I'm like, you put that sound effect in there. You totally I'm like I'm like, hold on a second. We've been pretty spot on with all the violence and destruction. Now he's just suddenly able to run forty miles an hour in the air with his legs kind of spinning. <laughs> yes, I'm like it's so stupid. And then, and then I'm sorry. The whole thing where it kind of slows down 
Takeda's girlfriend shows up and he's talking to her. The colonel shows up and, the, and they're trying to like charge the laser battery and all that. I kind of was like, they could have skipped a bunch of this. And yeah, no, the, up the, the momentum, ending. the momentum like just drops, drops right it's, out. It's like they tried killing him with the laser and then he has to fight his best friend. And then all of a sudden, like people are just like camping out. Yeah. <laughs> like, doing stuff. <laughs> right. It's what what should have happened is immediately after that, Kaneda bails. And like you know, you know, retreats like like he should because he's out of options. Yeah. Then immediately the colonel should have shown up and been like, "Hey, you know, your head's hurting you again. We need to get you treatment, or you're gonna die." Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then his body like loses control and becomes like a giant like and, and blob. Weird and by the blob way, the like blobfish. That's and, what he and, is. And not even that. And, and even in the Kanata, like I said, charging the battery. Skip it. He's charged the battery. Doesn't matter how. Don't care. Whatever. Yeah. It's a silly scene with a... It was... Yeah. Anyway, he comes back. Um, uh, Tetsuo is turned into, like, some sort of amorphous blob creature. He can't control his power anymore. Um, Winds up accidentally killing Kaori by crushing her to death inside him. Oh, my gosh. That was rough. Because he's like... That's a rough scene, yeah. Oh, I don't want to kill her. I don't want to kill her. Oh, she's a great... (laughs) Yeah. And she's dead. Uh, He's completely out of control. And this is where, finally, the three kids decide to get together and all work whatever sort of weird powers they have to try to stop everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we see, and this is where stuff gets trippy and things kind of are like, uh, I, I was like, pretty sure I knew what was happening up until this point. There's some weird stuff. And then after this, it's like, I have no idea what happened. So he's out of control. And then there's like another explosion. <laughs> the three kids see Akira then Kaneda's in the white light that is emanating out of Tetsuo like it was in the beginning of the film, the big giant explosion of light that's yep. wrecking everything. Yep. Then the three little kids jump in there. Tons of flashbacks from from the kids and and from Tetsuo. It's kind of this weird lot of flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Then all of a sudden it's all it's all gone, and Kaneda is sitting in the ruins of everything with one little ball of light that's like falling into his hands so it's very weird so knowing Mm. now knowing what you said that he didn't even finish the series before this movie was made i kind of feel like that that ending was the best ending they could put together without actually revealing what he wanted what happened in the ball and all that stuff Mm. yeah otomo had it stated that it want he wanted it to be more sort of thematically mirroring the ending of the comic not be a hundred percent with what the comic was supposed to be so uh the last scene of the movie is you see the three kids k uh Kaneda, and one of the capsules are all on their bikes riding towards neo tokyo which is now completely devoid of light none of the neon lights are working it's just a wreck they're just driving toward this city and the movie just ends yeah yeah um yeah so i mean uh... I, I, the ending, like I said, I think it's supposed to be a little bit more open-ended as far as what, interpretation and all that. I was so, just lost by the um, end. Yeah, I really by the ending, it was kind of... I was even like, where'd Blobfish go? <laughs> Blobfish like, died. Oh, okay, cool. So, so yeah, let's do it. Paul, was... Wait, was, guys, uh, oh. You want me to go first, or do you yeah, want me to go joke. first? Can I start so, yeah, it's a, it, Wait, you uh, got a joke? So, yeah. Is it a Kara-related? No. <laughs> But you'll okay, like it. Was, I doubt it. 
What what was this film? Rad? Hold on, hold on, yes. hold on. Oh, Willow has wait, a joke what? she'd like to show. Oh, oh, my mistake. Okay, what go, Willow. So, a woman is on trial for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. The judge says, first offender? And she says, no, first to Gibson, then offender. That's not terrible. <laughs> I've heard worse. I don't know what it applies oh, to this movie. I also have another one. No. How do you make no, holy Willow, water? Willow, 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 Willow. You boiled the hell out of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. That would I like. Okay. No, 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 no more. Put it away. Put your phone away. So, so was weird. this film rad? Yes. Uh yes, yes, yes. In the 80s this was this was although it it didn't really become rad until the 90s. Uh, very few people saw this film in 88. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it when it hit the home video market, that's when it became big. This was kind of a cult hit and yeah, absolutely rad. And, you know, uh, without this movie, uh, no Matrix, um, uh, Chronicle. Did you see Chronicle? The movie Chronicle? No, I don't, I don't even know if I've heard of very, it. Very, very, very similar to this film. Uh, not not a bad... Well, uh, rent it, if you haven't seen it. Modern film. Very, very good. Uh, it's about three kids who get psychic powers. It's kind of a found footage movie. Came out a couple years ago. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no. I have seen that one. Yes. And they kind of... Okay, the power yeah. keeps so, growing. You know, um yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen that. So Akira, Akira, um, is, you know, cyberpunk, you know, dystopian future vision, insanely, insanely, uh, influential film. Yes, it was, uh, yes, it absolutely was rad. Is this film still rad? I think it's still rad. I mean, it looks great. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun to watch. It certainly is weird and not for everybody. Uh, it's very adult. You probably need to like animation a lot. Uh, to get into it, I would say, but definitely, I I I was kind of surprised actually, um, how much I still enjoyed this movie. I kind of expected to watch it and just go like, ah, yeah, you know, I, I remember that movie being a lot better, but I actually thought it held up amazingly well. I uh, yeah, I mean, f- mm-hmm. it was. I, you're right. I mean, to say it was '80s rad, I don't know. Maybe in Japan. But I didn't live oh, this, there. Th- this was the highest. Was this the highest grossing film in 1988? I think that's how much money it made in Japan. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I, to say, I think, but yeah, no, it was this. This movie was enormous. Worldwide. If we were smart, very, we would have wor- looked up the Japanese word for rad. Um, but we're Ooh. not. But we're not. It's probably rad, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. With probably, we'll leave it there. Oh, I know what it is. Dar. <laughs> no. No, this movie. <laughs> I haven't even given my opinion yet. Can I call a bet no. on it? No. I call a bet. We're on... done with the bets. Anyway, uh, was this rad? Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm sure that it was rad. Like I said, especially in Japan. Um, and like you said, in the 90s, you know, when I finally watched this movie, you know, all of my friends were already into anime and all that stuff. So, you know, this is always on that, well, if you're going to watch anime, you have to watch this, this, and this. You know, it kind of fell into that category of movies. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's it. Now, is it still rad for me? I I didn't. I didn't find it enjoyable. Um, Here's the thing. I know how important this movie is. Like we were talking at the very that's beginning, true. the animation is very well done. It is way better than I expected for 1988. I really expected it to be kind of blurry, kind of crappy. Um, even with it being, you know, we watched it on Amazon, which is 1080p. It was just super good. I know a lot of the themes are important. 
Um, I know kind of the, what it was talking about was super important, especially for the, you know, for 80s Japan. And as far as an- anime goes, you know, like I said, Voltron may have been anime. It may have been recut for us, but I consider it American TV, at least the way it is for me. I never call consider that anime per se, but I do enjoy anime. I do watch uh, quite a bit of uh, stuff now, and I know what this means to that. But this movie's plot is extremely difficult to follow. There's a lot of points. I think if they would have trimmed some of the plot points and made it a little bit tighter as to what's going on, the army stuff is great. The 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 whole government overthrow thing doesn't work at all i if the resistance had just been trying to get the psychic kids because they thought they were dangerous in the government's hands that would have worked instead it's like this pseudo the government's going to use them for evil to hurt us and and it just it, it just kind of falls apart and by the end i didn't care about any of these characters at all i was like he's a blob he killed his girlfriend i don't care so, for me, it didn't have the same impact. So, I mean, it, it, I know it's tough, but, uh, yeah, it was just, it was a tough movie to get through. Um, Willow, I assume, if I were to make a bet. Oh, no bets, no, no, no. no bets, Hold on. no bets. Hold on, if I ever bet, <laughs> if I ever bet on what you would say, I would bet 90% of the time, you're gonna say, not rat. <laughs> That's just, it's a safe bet. Between red and black... This table always comes up black. Ninety percent of the time, I'm, I'm going black. So go ahead and yeah. let Orange us know. Is All right, new Willow, black. let's hear it. Orange is the new black. What? What? What was it, Willow? So, uh, in my opinion, this was the unraddest film I've ever seen. Like, there's D- Dune, yeah, Dune, and then second place to that on terrible movies is Akira. Thank you. Oh yeah, I have a really funny joke. No, though. no, hold on. No, no, so, no. Wait Willow, a second. Willow. So what? You what, just said, what about wait, it? You just said Akira was, was the worst movie, but rad. then put it second to Dune. Yeah, because nothing can beat Dune. Let's talk about that. I mean, for all nothing. <laughs> I watch it to fall asleep. Yeah, Plus, it's know. only use. Yeah. Okay. So is is there anything that you could we could have been done, or is it just? I mean, like I I knew that you weren't gonna like this because you're not a huge sci-fi fan. Like, if they and, had just, like, made it, like, easier to follow, that would be great. Because I just couldn't follow yeah, it, there's so, like, a, there's I didn't a, understand it. This is a pretty dense it. film. Like, until the end, and then I put it all together. But, like, as I was watching it, it was, like, really okay. difficult, and I was like, what's happening? Yeah. And it was just, like, really dragged on, too. Like, there's a lot of fights I didn't think were necessary, like the clown gang. I don't think they were necessary. Now, see, I like the clown gang because it sets up that they're a biker gang and not just regular hoolums. Yeah. I mean, that part's fine. Mm. Uh, anyway, I mean, I it, it is what it is. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, you can go on to and get a seven-day free trial to Anime Strike, and you can watch the Chinese, uh, the Japanese with subtitles or the dubbed version of this movie. That's what I did. Um, there are actually a couple other movies uh, and shows I might check out, um, so I might keep that subscription, but we'll we'll find out. But that's about it. Um, of course, we've come to the end of the episode, so we must thank our loyal patron, Thanks, Mr. Bibbs. Bibbs. Uh, Thank you, Bibbs. As always, um, we can go ahead and say go to iTunes, give us five stars, leave us a review. Or one star if you really hate us. No, you don't. They <laughs> love us. Everybody loves us. Okay. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those fun things. Uh, that that pretty much cut it there, there Greg? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've. I, I'm trying to be a lot more active on Twitter uh, and uh, and Facebook. So yeah, interact with us, please. You know, talk to us, ask us questions, do fun stuff. Um, we are doing animation month. Uh, but you know what? I love to get more of our suggestions. We've gotten a few movie suggestions, hundred percent. Um, and we have our own list of stuff. But it'd be great if you know if if people started putting up. You know, we like this, and we saw it got three or four. You know, ten likes. Maybe we kind of put that earlier in the rotation, so that'd be good, too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's our next movie there, Greg? Well, we said, uh, you know, uh, (gasps) Land Before Time, Don Bluth, let's keep that train rolling, let's do All Dogs Go to Heaven. Ooh, yeah, that's going to be... Thank you, by the way. You and I each kind of picked a movie for Animation Month. I like how I went, like, six-year-old Paul, and Greg went... 33-year-old, ready-to-rule-the-world Greg. <laughs> we picked some. Yeah, especially because the movie the movie After All Dogs Go to Heaven is heavy metal. Right. right. Like, so we, you can clearly tell who picked these movies. So you can kind of go, okay, Land Before Time is nice and cute. Akira. And then we're going to go, yeah. and then we're going, All Dogs Go to Heaven, prepare to cry. What's next? Heavy effing metal. <laughs> yeah, Why heavy metal, baby. Moving Castle? Because it wasn't in the 80s. Yeah. I would love for you to pick any any of those movies that you mentioned, Willow, that you liked for a on fleek. Okay, I would let's love watch. Um, you know, Castle. technically, uh, you said my name is Toronto. Toronto is eighties. Totoro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghibli did a few movies in the eighties. We could do we a couple could Ghibli. Watch. Totoro is definitely one. Um, I, I think Nausicaa might have been in there too. He's got three. Uh, he's got two or three. It's not many, but it, he, there's a couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. Willow, closing joke. Okay. Joke us out, Willow. Go. So, what time did the man go to the dentist? Two thirty. You know what, Greg? You can leave. Yeah, yeah, because I have a six-year-old Willow. I know all these jokes. Bye. Dancing!